Welcome to the Not Old Better Show. I'm Paul Vogelzang, and this is episode number 477. As part of our Healthy Living series, today's show is going to be wonderful. We're talking today with actress Cheryl Ladd. Cheryl Ladd is an iconic actress. At age 69, like so many of us in the Not Old Better Show audience, she's not done dreaming and doing. Cheryl Ladd tells us today she feels unstoppable and is on a personal mission to empower others to age with optimism. When she learned she had cataracts, she felt afraid that even after surgery, her vision would never be what it once was. Cheryl will tell us about that and how she knew she had to seize the opportunity to get the best vision she could along with the best life she could. So she asked her doctor about a new cataract technology in the U.S. that enhances your vision without glasses or contacts. Today she has clear and complete vision and is optimistic about all she can do now. She is currently planning for the October release of Christmas Unwrapped on Lifetime. She is staying optimistic as she's isolating at home like the rest of us, keeping her mind and body healthy with a Sunday ritual to meet her daughter for virtual Pilates and spending time outdoors to stay inspired. Please join me in welcoming to the Not Old Better Show via internet phone, Cheryl Ladd. Well, Cheryl Ladd, welcome to the program. Thank you. Thank you for having me. You know, it is just such an honor and pleasure to be speaking with you. How are you doing? Everybody in your family okay? You uh, surviving the pandemic and all of this? We are. Knock on wood. Praise the Lord. We are all well. I agree. I agree. Well, that's good to hear. You know, I wanted to talk to you a second about aging. My audience certainly is going to agree with you on the subject that aging needs to be approached optimistically. I've read that as a quote of yours. And you suggest that this approach is a bit mental, a bit physical, but the idea is to just take charge and just grab this. And I I really like that. I know our audience is going to love this too. So maybe share some advice about how our audience can take charge of this whole subject of aging and health. Well, you know, you're really the driver of your your vehicle. And uh, for me, um, staying fit and exercising and eating right and eating well and not perfectly. It's not about perfect. It's about just on a pretty regular basis, take really good care of yourself, as I said, and eat well and exercise. That's really huge. Um, also, sleeping well is important. Don't don't stay up all night long and then you'll feel miserable the next day and then you've thrown your whole system off. Try to get good sleep. And uh, the other thing is, you know, have a center for yourself. Um, I pray. I, you know, I talk to the Lord and I pray and I, I keep him very close to me and me close to him. And I feel sometimes when everything gets so overwhelming, I don't have a hard time handling it. I just pray. It, it, it helps me. And I think everybody should have that, that thing that helps them. A quiet time, a settling time where you take the weight of the world off your shoulders and you just let, let something else happen and let someone else handle it and just say, okay, I, I, I'm not dealing with this really well right now and I need help. And generally speaking, help arrives and you just get through that bad moment. We all have bad moments, especially through all of this. And the worst part for me about COVID is we can't hug each other. We can't hold each other. We can't. I want to be hugged and I want to hug. And and it's driving me crazy that I, I can't do that. I have so many wonderful friends and know so many wonderful people. 
and uh, being affectionate with each other. And, you know, it's it's important. It's something we all miss so much. And you don't really know how much you miss it until you see somebody at a distance that you haven't seen in a long time and you love them. And you go, hey, and then you back up and go, sorry, I have to keep my mask on and don't touch me. <laughs> I'm sick of that. I want that to change quickly. <laughs> Yeah, I agree. I, I want that to change as quickly as possible. I'm a real, <laughs> I talk for a living. And so I, uh, I enjoy communicating in contact with people. And, and, and I, I too am a religious person as, as in many, many of our audience. And so I think we, we are all thinking about this subject very deeply in, in so many ways and asking for advice. And so we're going to, we're going to talk to you a little bit about health because we're certainly thinking about it, talking about it. It's on all of our mind. And, the issue of cataracts, I know, was a big one and a, and a big one for you and your family. Yeah. It's also a big one for our audience. And, and specifically, I want to talk to you about being a caregiver for those who have cataracts, because I think that was your situation immediately. Then, of course, you suffered from some cataracts and went through surgery. And we'll talk a little bit about that. But, but maybe give some advice to the caregivers in our audience that are thinking about this subject of cataracts. How do they deal with it? Well, it's really interesting that my husband... Um, you know, had it first, had the experience first. And I got a little bit of education talking to all the doctors about him and what they were going to do and and all of that. So that was kind of helpful for me, except I didn't handle it as gracefully as he did. I I think I I have been so optimistic my whole whole life, but when I couldn't drive at night, when I had to deal with the fact that my life was really changing and I couldn't just be Cheryl and I couldn't just hop in the car and go see my girlfriend and, you know, do the things that I used to do. I couldn't thread a needle. I couldn't sew on a button. I couldn't, it it started really wearing on me and all my optimism was kind of waning and I started to feel old and I had never had that feeling in my body before. And um, so when I went for my cataract uh, issue, I didn't even know I had cataracts. I just went to the doctor thinking he was going to give me, you know, bigger, you know, different glasses that would correct more of my sight. Uh, We got there and he said, oh, Cheryl, you have cataracts. And I said, why are you smiling? (laughs) Cataracts? Our grandparents are supposed to have cataracts. Well, I am a grandparent, so. I just kind of didn't want to put that two and two together. He said, yes, don't worry about it. There are things we can do. We can replace your lenses. And so we talked it through for a while. And um, I discovered that there is a pan optics lens. And that is the lens that I chose because um, it has a trifocal lens. So it functions pretty much like your regular eye. So you can read tiny little print and books and you can see the computer and you can see far in the distance and I can drive at night. Literally, I, I say this a lot, but it, it was like living in Kansas and stepping into Oz when I had them done. It was like somebody turned the light on in the world. Uh, I could see again so clearly and see all the colors and the distance and everything. I just felt so blessed. I was so grateful that I got to live in a time when we get not just correction or cataract surgery, but to have the eyes I had when I was 12 years old. That's how I felt. And guess what? Bam. It was like, I'm young again. I'm me again. 
I get to drive where I want to go again. It was, I cannot tell you the difference it made. And when I'm playing golf, I can see where my ball is. I don't have to have somebody else tell me where it went. Uh, it's just, it's changed my life enormously. I love talking about it. And I, and it's so important that we share this information with each other because it, you don't have to let it ruin your life. Thank you for that. I, I appreciate hearing all of that. I think I think education is such an important step in in all of this. So I guess one question immediately that comes to mind is: Is cataract surgery painful? No, you don't feel anything. And it took about ten minutes. This is a true story. I was on the little thing, and they were going to take me into the surgery, and you know they give you that little bit of joy juice. And then I woke up, and I I kind of looked up at my husband, and I said, "Well, when when are they going to do it?" He said, honey, it's all done. It took 10 minutes. <laughs> that they, they do make you comfortable, but they don't fill you with tons of drugs and stuff like that, which is amazing. And you're kind of yourself very quickly thereafter, except you can see. Um, it was astonishing that when I came home and I only had the one done, uh, the one cataract fixed, and I was home and I popped a button on my shirt and I ran and I got the sewing box. And I'm telling you, I haven't been able, I hadn't been able to thread a needle and fix something for for years. So I said, well, maybe, maybe I'll be able to do this. I picked up the needle, zoop, put that thread right in there, and I went, hallelujah. <laughs> I can see. I, it was it was amazing. It was just an amazing moment. And then I couldn't, obviously, I, I knew exactly what the surgery was like, how easy it was, how easy the recovery was. And I couldn't wait to get the other one done. And now I have the eyes of a 12-year-old. And I'm feeling <laughs> young again and able and capable and optimistic again. Well, I can relate. I, My wife and I have two boys. And I've always been the one to hem pants and uh, do a little bit of light light sewing. Oh, uh, right now you. I use – yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I actually kind of enjoy that. It's, it's a little bit um, – you know, it's kind of fun work to do, and I, I appreciate doing it for the boys, too. But I use readers for some of that, but there's a real distinction between what we might use readers for and some of the symptoms that you might have experienced with cataracts, too. What what was the big difference for you? Because I assume maybe you were using readers prior to the cataracts, oh, yes. reading glasses. And I kept getting them, you know, yeah, more, more magnifying and more magnifying. Then I went and got actual glasses, glasses, and yeah, I, I did that, the whole routine. But for me, it was so murky. My eyesight was so kind of, it's hard to describe murky. Um, and I couldn't, I didn't feel confident driving at night. And that's just not me. You know, that I just felt my life was just slowly closing in. And that I, I for the first time in my life, I felt, oh, I'm old. I'm old. And it it wasn't a good feeling because really, generally speaking, I didn't feel old at all, except I couldn't see and I couldn't drive. So when I went to the doctor and I, I had the cataract surgery, it was just miraculous. I uh, I stepped into Oz. Everything's brightly colored. It's like somebody turned a light switch on and I went, oh, look at that world. Isn't it beautiful? And uh, that's why I love talking about it. It it affected me so negatively uh, early on, and now it's it's uh, a miracle to me to have my great eyesight back and my energy back. And I don't feel old; I feel young. <laughs> that's good. 
I know you are spending a fair bit of time talking about this subject of cataracts. So tell us a little bit more about where our audience can go to learn more about this subject. You can go to mycataracts.com and you'll, there's so much information there, everything you really would want to know. And, and, uh, and of course, go and see your doctor because he can tell you right away if you have them and if they are not at a place yet where they would recommend you put, oh, my doggy just came in, um, to put your new lenses in. But yeah, uh, there's wonderful information. And actually on that same website, they have a little, my little story about what happened to me. And you can, you can hear more about that and, and what has happened since I've had my uh, cataract surgery. It's very helpful. I hope everyone will, who is thinking about it. You know, the interesting thing about cataracts that I didn't know um, is that you can get them in your 40s or you can get them in your 90s. If you live long enough, everyone will have cataracts. It's just the way it goes. It's just nature and that's what happens. So um, the fact that we're in this wonderful time of our lives where we have these amazing lenses and we can get our eyesight back and, and, and really be in our lives again, it's very, very important. And I'm just so thrilled to be talking about it and to share my story uh, about it. It's, I want other people to have that same experience if you have cataracts and that there are things you can do and get your life back and feel good and feel young and, and in your world. It's very important. Well, thank you so much for your time. We, we just so appreciate all this information and your generosity and the opportunity to learn about this important subject, because I, I know our audience is thinking about these things. Probably many are experiencing it. So thanks for the information. We're going to put links up to where we can find out more information about Cheryl Ladd's work on behalf of cataracts. But Cheryl Ladd, just one final question. We just love all of your acting roles. So many of our audience are just such huge fans, as am I. So what else are you working on? What can we look forward to seeing more of with Cheryl Ladd? Well, I have a Christmas movie that's going to be on Lifetime hey. on October 24th. It's called Christmas Unwrapped. I play a very interesting boss lady. <laughs> it was great. It was good fun. So that'll be on in, in October. Um, more coming, but, you know, until it's signed on the dotted line, we don't talk about it. But, yes, I have a few more things in the hopper coming up. Good. We'll look forward to the October movie on Lifetime. But uh, Cheryl Ladd, thanks so much for your time. Our best to you and your family. And uh, thanks for sharing all this important information about cataract. Thank you, Paul. I really appreciate you uh, letting me talk to people and let people know that there is help out there. My thanks to Cheryl Ladd for her generous time today. My thanks to you, my wonderful Not Old Better Show audience. Remember, stay safe, everyone. Practice smart social distancing and talk about better. The Not Old Better Show. Thanks, everybody.